Hello, and welcome to Bridging Worlds, a heart-centered approach to revolutionizing human behavior. The intention of this podcast is to bridge worlds between self and other, parent-child, head and heart, science and religion, science and spirit, the seen and the unseen. We'll bridge worlds with love, with communication, and a deep understanding for behavior science. We call this a heart-centered approach to revolutionizing human behavior. The revolution happens within the heart of each person. When we open our hearts, our behavior changes to naturally serve ourselves and all of humanity and all our relations. I'm your host, Adam Bobolia. I've been working with human behavior my whole life to some extent. I started my uh, career as a camp counselor and then got a master's in education, taught Waldorf uh, elementary school before I substitute taught, tutored, did math SAT prep. I'm a board certified behavior analyst and um, I'm an actor, a trained actor, and I had a choice point between teaching and acting. And I chose teaching, but acting is still a deep, deep love of mine. I'm also a poet and a musician and as well as a scientist. And I bring all of those together in everything that I do. I live in uh, Sonoma County, California. I uh, started a company called Bridging Worlds Behavioral Services that's uh, located in Sebastopol, just about an hour north of the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, thank you for joining me on this journey. Our first episode is on authenticity, the power to be yourself in a world full of lies. The power to be yourself in a world full of lies. Authenticity is a rare, rare thing. I want to start with a caveat around cursing. So for me, being heart-centered and being authentic means cursing. I, um, I tend to use fuck and shit and expletives in order to get to the heart of the matter. If this offends you, I'm sorry. It's not meant to offend you, but um, it's okay because it's part of what's authentic to my being. So I hope, uh, hope those of you who uh, are not used to cursing can look past that or um, find other inspirations other than this because uh, we're going to be getting real and intense and that oftentimes needs a little bit of passion, you know, like the problems in humanity are, are big enough that we need to fucking curse sometimes. So that's my caveat on cursing. So authenticity, the power to be yourself in a world full of lies. The problem that we face in our society is that when we prioritize manners, when we prioritize denying feelings, we sacrifice authenticity. We um, block authenticity. And our culture is based on blocking authenticity. We are not an authentic culture. We are a culture full of lies. We are a culture based on avoiding what is really happening. You can see this because when you actually speak the truth, unless you're around a rare person that really wants the truth, you're going to meet a lot of resistance. You're going to create a lot of conflict because the truth is not polite. It's real. It goes right to the heart of things. There's a poem I want to start with that really inspires me. Uh, I've been living with this poem since uh, when I was a Waldorf teacher. It's called The Invitation, The Invitation by Raya Mountain Dreamer. And um, I'm going to do it mostly from memory, but uh, so if I miss something, 
I miss something, but uh, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for, and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you've touched the center of your own sorrow and been opened by life's betrayals or become closed for fear of further pain. I want to know if you can be with pain, mine and your own, without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine and your own, if you can dance with wildness and let ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be realistic or to remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another and still be true to yourself. If you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. That's a big one. I've really been, that's really been working me recently. I want to know if you can be faithful and therefore be trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it's not pretty out every day and if you can source your life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure mine and your own, and still stand at the edge of a lake and shout till the silver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you are or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand at the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me who or what or with whom you've studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. Do you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments? How is your level of authenticity with yourself? The, the, the most powerful part of that poem I mean, there's so many, but are you willing to risk, risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams, for the adventures of being alive? Are you alive? Are we living or are we in some half dead, somebody else's dream, somebody else's vision? If we're going to be authentic, we have to be true to what's in our heart and soul, not somebody else's, not our parents, not our lover, our wife, husband, best friend, partner, not anybody outside of you. It's got to be from within you. That's, that's what authenticity is. It's what's true to you. I want to know if you can be with pain, mine and your own. So, so this, this invitation to be with the suffering, when we turn away from the suffering, we become inauthentic. When we turn away from what's in our hearts, we become full of the lies of our mind. I am not saying that the mind is bad and the heart is good. I'm saying that when we center ourselves in our heart, our mind becomes authentic. Our thinking becomes more real. So the mind and the heart together are a powerful combination when we center in the heart. That willingness to disappoint another and tr still be true to ourselves is so, 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 so central to everything. When we can stay true, even when we're accused of being false and, um, I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. How are we when we are alone, when we're not performing for anyone? 
you know, this, this uh, podcast has been hard for me because, uh, you know, that's why I want to start with authenticity. I, I don't want to be performing. I want to just be being myself. That's what I want to do in every moment is just be myself and be as outrageously me as possible. And, you know, I'm, I'm fairly outrageous. Uh, you'll, you'll come to find in time as, a, as we build a, a relationship here. But, you know, it's so easy to try to conform to the norm. I was, uh, you know, developing this podcast with a couple, you know, friends of mine. And one of them was like, you have to put on an image to the public and be who you're supposed to be. And I'm just like, fuck that. Fuck that shit. I burn that shit to the ground because it has to be authentic. If it's not true to me, then what use is it to you? I mean, I'm just playing another game. Who know you know, Lord knows we don't need more game playing in podcasts. We've got enough of that shit. I mean, we've got so much game playing in our society. When when we live ruled by the lies, ruled by the pressures, ruled by the conventions, ruled by the manners, ruled by the habits of behavior that oppress us, we live an inauthentic life. You know, the mass of men live a life of quiet desperation, Emerson said. You know, that, that quiet desperation is the authenticity of my soul is desperate to come out. It's, de it's like crying to be. So for me, I, I, I'm honest. And that has stirred shit up. As a business owner, like I've had my employees tell me I'm not allowed to be honest. That is obnoxious, that's offensive. Because if somebody's doing something wrong, I say, you know, if you're not, if you're not going to come into empathy, if you're not going to come into love here, you're not going to have a job here. You can't threaten me. That's wrong. That's abusive. Um, you know, it's, it's my company. It's my, it's my life. I get to say and do whatever I say and do. If you don't like it, you can back the fuck up. You know, like that's, that's where I'm living from. So I dedicate my life to love. I dedicate my life to unconditional love. I open my heart and I live in my heart and I live it fully. And so if heartbreak is in my heart, I have a lot of heartbreak. I have a former fiance, didn't, things didn't work out. The love turned sour. So much heartbreak. I just live with a lot of heartbreak every day. And I let myself open to that heartbreak. I, um... It's a beautiful thing, heartbreak. It's a beautiful thing. And it, it shows me how much I loved her and how much I still love her. And I honor it. I don't close my heart down to anything or anyone. And, you know, in my dedication to love, I value sacred rage. Sacred rage is the response that an open heart has to injustice and lies. It's the response that's natural to us when inauthenticity comes in. The, the conditioning says that, you know, in order to be compassionate, empathic beings, we don't get angry. Fuck the conditioning. Fuck the conditioning. We need to tear it to the ground. Anger is passion. When injustice happens, we get angry. I mean, like, how, how can we think that we shouldn't be angry when there's rape and murder and torture in the world? Like, how can we even... Like, imagine that we shouldn't be mad. Like, what, why do we allow these things to happen in our world? And then when I get mad because rape is happening, I get mad and somebody says, you shouldn't be mad. 
What? I shouldn't be mad because rape's happening? I mean, fuck you. Fuck you and your heartless shit. I am drawing a boundary in my heart. I will not allow these things to happen. So, so sacred rage for me sets this boundary. You know, it, it, it says no more to the injustice in our world. It says no more to the hatred, no more to the unlovingness. That's, that's what I feel is needed. So when with me, having an authentic heart means that sometimes I feel rage. Mostly, I just feel love. Most of the time, I'm just loving the ones I'm with and I'm unconditionally supporting them with empathy and acceptance. And that's just what my heart is moved to do. And, you know, I have a great team of people that I work with in my company and a great team of people in, um, in a nonprofit called Heart Centered Revolutions. And we're just working together, supporting each other, having each other's backs. And when divisive energy comes in, I get anywhere from irritated to angry to rageful. When there's an energy that's trying to divide us, I let what's in my heart naturally open up. What would happen if we were all being ourselves so fully and completely? I want to start an experiment with you, if you want to start this experiment with me. This experiment means we live in our hearts and we let ourselves be ourselves. We don't censor, we don't edit, we just allow ourselves to be. We let ourselves feel whatever we feel and we act in whatever way we want to act based on, you know, my sense is when we're in our hearts, it's based on what's best for all our relations, not what's comfortable for all our relations, not what's easy for all our relations, but what feels the most authentic and true. Do we want to live in a world full of lies? Do we want to live in a world that's perpetuating more deception and more corruption? I mean, look at the pol- you know, politicians, the problems with religion, the problems in all of our traditional structures. We need to shake things up. We need to open things up. We want to live in a world of truth. We've got to start with ourselves and be true to ourselves. So one easy way of being true to yourself is just tell the truth of your experience every day. You can start with a journal. You can just write down, what do I actually feel about this person? What do I actually feel about my life? And uncensored, just let it out. It's good to have a safe space for this first. When you're starting with authenticity, like have a place that nobody's going to judge you. So it can be a journal, it can be a, a, an audio um, journal, it can be a good friend that's just really loving and unconditionally supportive. But practice telling the truth. Even, you know, initially when it's comfortable and easy, tell the truth. And then the more advanced practice is start taking risks and telling the truth when you know it's going to upset somebody. But it's true, you know, it's true and it needs to be said. So start telling the truth when it will shake things up. The people in your life need to support you in your truth. If they don't support you in your truth, they're not the right people in your life. You know, friends that don't have your back are not friends. You know, family that judge and criticize are not being supportive family. So we want to tell our truth and then help you know, find where we want to relate with people. They'll, they'll back up, they'll find their right place. When we occupy our being and come from who we really are, we become an unstoppable force. We become like an erupting volcano. There's nothing that can hold us back or tamp us down when we tap into our authenticity. The, the, the power structures that confine us and chain us are based on us following an oppressive regime. When we honor what's in our heart and soul, 
we engage in an act of liberation. We engage in an act of revolution. And this revolution starts in the heart of each one of us. When we stay true to our heart and use our thinking to align with our heart, we were meant to live in a world where we were able to be ourselves. We're meant to live in a world where we get loved and accepted just for who we are. This world is a cruel and heartless place many times. There's beauty and there's acceptance and love and there's a lot of heartlessness. There's a lot of flies. There's a lot of injustice. What would happen if we together started being ourselves and accepting others as they are? Accepting others as, as they are, allowing others to be. Not when they're criticizing and judging you. I don't allow others to be. When they start doing anything that's divisive or toxic, then in my authenticity moves me to stop it. So allowing others to be does not mean not confronting them. It means letting their true feelings, letting their true authenticity come out. When we love ourselves, when we allow our own authenticity to come out, we naturally embrace others. So my question is, what would happen if you join me in this experiment and we transform the world together? If you like this podcast, please subscribe to the channel below. Uh, we'll be releasing podcasts once or twice a week. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We're just getting started, just warming up. And this is going to be a journey that goes to many places in creation and uh, wanted to start with authenticity because I feel like it's such, 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 such an important topic for everything that will come after it. Hope you enjoyed the show and I'll see you again. Well, you'll hear me again next week and I'd love to you know, hear any comments and feedback and suggestions and... Uh, Love you, uh, love your authentic, real self, and uh, can't wait to experience more of that as uh, I unfold mine as well. All the best. In your